BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest of Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth, and I think you guys are really going to like today's episode. I love a good routine a little bit more, I think, than the average person. There's something about a routine that just like really gets you going and it makes me feel so much better than everyone else. Not really, no. It makes me feel so much better about my life. It makes me less anxious. It makes me more productive. It just makes me a happier human being. When I'm off my routine, like you don't want to be around me, okay? I actually recently have a new routine that I've been sticking to for the past probably like month or so when I'm home in Dallas. And it has been absolutely incredible. If you guys want me to take you through an entire solo like podcast episode, let me know. I am going to be filming a routine on my YouTube channel very soon. Fun fact, my first YouTube video that ever like blew up, hit over a million views was a morning routine in high school. So little, little fun, sweet fact that no one cared about there. Anyways, today we have queen of routines on, in my opinion. We have Sif from the Dream Bigger podcast. We actually recorded a little swap. So after this episode, be sure to go check out her podcast. We recorded an episode that went up last week. Check out all the other ones. I really, really love her podcast. But we're going into how to become a morning person, how to create a routine. We're going into journaling, journaling for manifesting. Like if you need some motivation, if you need some help, creating a routine or just honestly want to be inspired this is the episode for you because sif made me like really get back on my game okay as always y'all can watch this episode on youtube follow us on tiktok on instagram subscribe to the podcast leave a nice rating and review if you are feeling generous today but without further ado let's get into the episode hello Hi. I'm really excited to continue our conversation. We actually just recorded an entire podcast for your show. Yeah. I was going to say for your episode. I mean, I guess for your episode. Yeah, for our episode. Both our both podcast shows. swap, if you will, <laughs> which will be in the show notes. So everyone, definitely go listen to that. You have basically two episodes today. So that's very exciting. But we are going to be talking routines. We're going to be talking journaling. We're going to be talking manifesting and maybe books, too, because we're both readers. We're very similar. I've come to realize. Yes. And you're kind of like the queen of routines. So could you start off by really going through your routine? Very detailed. We need to get practical here. Oh, my God. Okay, I love this. This is very exciting for me. So I am all about my morning routine. I feel like that is where I thrive. 
I am an early riser. Have you read the book Power of One? It's by Dr. Michael Bruce. No, but I'll add it. I'm literally adding it. Power of One. I'm yeah. Adding it on my good okay. Reads. So the reason I bring it up is because I think like listeners should also take note. So they there's this quiz that you can do on the Power of One website. But essentially, Dr. Michael Bruce is a sleep expert and you can figure out your sleep chronotype. And that oh. kind of tells you like what kind of person you are. So there's four chronotypes. Now I'm just like getting really nerdy yeah, into no, this. This is very interesting <laughs> to me. But there's four chronotypes. There's a lion, bear, wolf, and dolphin. And each chronotype kind of represents the type of person that you are. So like lions, for example, are like early risers. And so your morning routine will look very different from like a bear, bear's optimal routine. Bear is like the world that we live in is actually built for bears because, you know, the day starts at nine, ends at five, whereas lions really thrive earlier on in the morning. Wolves are like night owls, if you will. And then dolphins are like kind of like they don't really get the best sleep. So you really have to work to optimize. So anyway, I'm a lion with okay. my yeah. long winded thing. That's very interesting. Yeah. And I think you should do it too. I, I bet you yeah. you're a lion too because you wake up early. But yeah, I'm I like, do. But I don't always love waking up early, but I do it because I love it once I'm awake. Like, I just thrive in the morning. But how early do you wake up? Six. Okay, so when you wake up at six, are you like, oh my God, I am so happy that I'm awake right now? Like, you're not even tired? No. I like jump. Maybe we're a little bit different. My husband thinks I'm like actually psychotic because I have the most energy in the morning. Honestly. When do you go to bed? Like 11. Okay, that's actually crazy. But you are actually. I I do like 10 30 to 11 so like seven to seven and a half hours I would wake up at five but the reason I don't is because I'm out on the weekends and like I can never calibrate to get myself up at five in the morning it's just like not possible to like go to bed at like I don't know like midnight or 1 a.m on a weekend or whatever and then wake up at five like all of a sudden on Monday like I I don't I can't do that do you sleep in on the weekends or are you still up at six no I'm not up at six but I wake up by eight yeah eight thirty like just naturally sometimes I'll wake up at six but I'm like go back to bed just go back to bed an alarm clock like a phone or an alarm clock I I put it on my phone I actually want to get one of those like sunrise alarm clocks that's what I have and it's incredible and you can set up routines on the hatch in your night routine so let me show you again I keep showing these apps so if y'all are watching on YouTube, actually, I, I also just did a deal with them. Finally. I mean, I only talked about it enough, guys. Like, <laughs> I was just waiting. I was literally we, we love a deal like that, though. You oh, know, it's like it was meant to be. It was really meant to be. Also, I can't connect because I'm not in Texas. But yeah. you can set up a routine. So every morning, like, you can see how long until the sun, like, rises and the sounds. At night, I have, like, a 45-minute routine. Yeah. And it'll slowly get darker. Then it'll go to like red light. And then I have like a sound machine. It is the best purchase. A hatch restore alarm clock. Couldn't recommend it. Why did you not tell me this during? Is it on Prime? I don't know why I didn't say this in the, I think it is on Prime. But when I was saying like when I get to my room and it's very relaxing, that's a really big part of it. The red light that I use it from hatch. I also have the like light bulbs. Okay. I definitely got to get that. But yeah, my, my alarm clock is on my phone, but I typically wake up before my alarm, maybe five, 10 minutes before my alarm. So like Nowadays, like for the last couple of weeks that I've been back in L.A., I've been waking up at like maybe 5.55, like right at the six mark. Wake up. You've always been like that. No. My dad was always a morning person. For me, I didn't realize I was. And then I when I built my morning routine, I was like, wait a minute. I actually fucking am I allowed to swear? Yes. Yes. I was like, I fucking love this. It's like the best thing ever. Like I just I felt like I was so much more productive. And I'm someone who like 
fades later on in the day and I'm very creative in the morning. It's like my zone of genius. I'm like me too. most so like before I became a morning person, I'd like start my day at like nine or whatever. And I'd be like kind of like done by four. And so I was like, how can I extend this? And it was really like the key was waking up in the morning. I have like so many more ideas. I feel like I'm just like much more productive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I wake up, I go to the bathroom, like do my skincare routine, all of that. Then I go into the kitchen, make myself a uh, warm water with some lemon. And then right after I do either a cinnamon Americano or a bulletproof coffee, depending on when I'm planning to eat my like first meal. So today I woke up and I had a bulletproof. And then are you intermittent fasting or something or do you just. Yeah, I okay. typically I, I do 12 hours no matter what, just because that's just how my body functions best. And then depending on where I am in my period cycle, like because we have like four phases, I intermittent fast based on like if it's compatible for our hormones wait I need to do this oh girl wait can you explain a little bit of this yeah so essentially our cycle is split up into like four phases we have yeah follicular ovulation obviously everyone knows luteal and menstrual so depending on where you are in your cycle you should or shouldn't be like fasting so for example in your luteal phase which is like right before your period I don't know if you've noticed that like like you may be hungrier and it's because our body actually needs a lot more food. That's just how we're built. And so that isn't necessarily the time to do these like really long, like 14, 15, 16 hour fast because our bodies, like our hormones actually like, that's not how we're supposed to treat our hormones Mm -hmm. at that time. However, when you're in your menstrual cycle, like that, that time when you're on your period, it's actually the best time to fast. So if you're going to do like 14, 15, 16 hours, whatever, like, it's very compatible with your hormones. So it depends on where I am in my cycle, but I don't I, like I, I never push it to the 16 hour mark. But even if I am like I'll, I'll have like bulletproof coffee, which, you know, there is two different schools of thoughts. But I don't think that it does break a fast because there's no carbs or protein to synthesize. It's just fats. And it for me, it's like brain fuel. And if I'm going to the gym, it like gives me like also, it's like a good kind of pre-workout for me yeah. as well. So I alternate, though, like I do Bulletproof maybe a couple of times a week. The other is just like a nice Americano. Then today, while I drink my coffee, I always journal. Love to journal. I know we have that in common. Do you want me to go into specific? Yeah, go into journaling. Okay. Well, And we're going to talk about journaling and manifesting too, but I want to hear like your morning journal all in the same routine. So I, I always like switch it up when it comes to what I need from my journaling routine. But on days where I just want to show up, like really, like really show up. And I know I have like a lot of things going on. I do highest self journaling. So what I do is I imagine like the highest version of myself, like the best version of myself. And I like outline my day based on like how she would show up, you know? So like, what does her entire day look like? What what are the routines that she's doing? Like, what's is she like scrolling on her phone? Like, probably not. Like, depending on like, uh, unless you're doing it for a productive reason or whatever. Probably it is. not. You're probably not. Doing, yeah. 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 Or like, you know, if if I'm going into a really important meeting, like how would my highest self show up? Is it like, you know, nervous and like or like with a lot of confidence? So like just like getting really specific about like what would that day look like? What would that perfect day look like? And it, I think it just puts me in the right headspace. Or I'll I'll actually get into the next bit for the manifestation. But yeah, I love to do that. Sometimes I'll just do like gratitude, like where it's just like writing 
things as though they've like already happened that haven't happened yet, but I want them to happen. So I do that mixed with like things that I'm currently like super, super grateful for as well. If I'm wait, if I've woken up and I feel really anxious, then I also do this exercise where I'll like talk to myself like a third person. And I kind of do this. Wait, I'm this is very weird. Okay, continue. Sorry not to cut you off, but like we're very similar. I know. I told you. Yeah, you sound like me when I was in my early 20s. Wow. But yeah, I like, I don't know why I started doing this, but it was like, I think it was like maybe a year back. I, I was like very anxious one day and I was like, you know, when you're anxious, you're not even logical anymore. You've like yeah, lost the fucking plot. Anxiety okay? is not logical. Yeah, yeah, there's no logic. You're worrying about things that haven't happened. Like there's no, it, you're not, you, you're, you've like lost touch with reality. And so I started talking to myself like I would speak to a friend and I was like, okay, Sif, like, why are you feeling this way? And then I would wait for that part of me to like answer and then rationalize with myself being like, okay, but like, why do you think that? And do you really think that based on this, this and this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just helping myself think through why I I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so helpful. I love a good basic and basics like bras, underwear and socks shouldn't have a treat yourself price tag. I want the most quality items in this category, if you will. But I hate spending so much money because I find the good quality ones are so expensive and it's hard to find ones that are a little bit more affordable and don't break the bank. Right. But luckily, Macy's has both your essentials and your wishlist items like silky pajamas, luscious robes and lingerie for 25 to 50% off during their lingerie sale. Y'all know I am obsessed with a good matching pajama set, especially robes. Like I literally live in them. So yes, again, that is 25 to 50% off, but only from August 9th to August 23rd. So head on over to macy's.com slash lingerie. Again, that is macy's.com slash lingerie. And that is, again, 25 to 50% off. So they have bras, underwear, socks, lingerie, beautiful robes, and silky pajamas at macy's.com slash lingerie. That is 25 to 50% off from August 9th to August 23rd. Hello, everyone. I'm Rod, the internet's coworker, and I'm very excited for you to listen to my podcast, Millennial Made. Listen to me and my guests on your commute to work before you have to interact with your 23-year-old coworker or 16-year-old nephew as I translate the millennial experience, discuss internet culture, recap current events, and throw us back to our MySpace era with some nostalgia. Catch me right here on Dear Media or also on YouTube to watch as well. Guys, I was blown away by how many of y'all loved my recent episode with the founders of ClearStem. I even got texts from friends about how they love this episode. I had no idea they even were listening to these episodes, okay? Had no idea how much you guys wanted me to talk about skin. So anyways, we're back talking about ClearStem skincare. And I would also highly recommend going back and listening to the episode with Danielle and Kaylee. Clear Stem is anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic all at the same time, which is actually not, not a thing in the skincare world, okay? They have no pore-clogging ingredients and no hormone disruptors in any of Clear Stem's products. 
It's designed to clear acne and stimulate collagen, so every single formula is equally anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. All the info you haven't gotten from dermatologists but needed all along, ClearSense education helps you identify your unique acne triggers and getting to the root of causes of your acne. And this I found was the most fascinating thing. I had no idea about all these different acne triggers. They even have something on their website where you can like go in and plug something in and it'll tell you it's so helpful. Also, most people report a massive transformation in their skin in less than two weeks. So I've actually been loving their brush on mineral sunscreen. This stuff is amazing because I wear sunscreen every single day. I've actually been using the UR Sunshine Sheer Broad Spectrum from them as well. Gives you a little bit of color. It's kind of like a tinted moisturizer almost, but it's just like a really beautiful glow. And then I have the Sunny Side Brush On Mineral Sunscreen in my purse because I never reapply like my face like sunscreen throughout the day, obviously, because it would mess up your makeup. But this is just a brush on mineral sunscreen. So it's like a powder that you just put on throughout the day. One, it makes your skin look incredible. And two, you're reapplying SPF 50, which is incredible. So you guys can go to clearstemskincare.com and use code I love you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Again, go to clearstemskincare.com and use code I love you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Also, I think just treating yourself like a friend changes your entire life. But I will like catastrophize in thinking sometimes. Yeah. And so my therapist was saying like you need to just start. It's like it's self-talk is yeah. what it is. But it really has completely changed my life. Yeah. And I also feel like actually almost like speaking to myself like I'm two different people yes. and like having that. It's like an out-of-body experience yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. Having that separation. Exactly. Helpful. I think it, it's super, super helpful. So I'm currently reading this book, and now I'm going off on a tangent on Keep another going. book. I love tangents. Okay, so I'm currently reading this book called The Alter Ego Effect. Have you heard of, have you heard no, of it? No, but I'll add it on my good Amazing. Right Again, another one. Second no, of the episode. Like, I think everyone should read this book. Like, it is truly, truly phenomenal. But it talks about the science of, like, doing that. So the whole premise of the book is that, like, we – and, like – if you have ever done like a highest self-practice, you're kind of already doing it. But it's essentially like, you know how we all have like negative self-talk or whatever it is. It's to come up with an alter ego for like the field of play, quote unquote, where you're like the weakest. So that could be, for example, maybe you're like nervous when you're meeting new people or maybe you are feeling like you're underperforming at work because of nerves or whatever that is. So it's you come up with an alter ego to show up as like that really elevated version of yourself. And it could be like your alter ego can be based on like like a TV show character or like, you know, one of your parents who you really look up to. It can be anything. Right. But this idea of like self-talk. Right. You give the annoying part of yourself, the really negative one, also a name. And yeah, my mom does this, actually. Yeah. And anytime it's like popping up, you can like also speak to that and be like, get out of here like this is like it's like speaking to a bully like what the hell are you doing here you know like this is my life bully them back and then they just go away you know but anyway it's an it's a really interesting book and I think people should read it it's I I found that like I was doing a lot of things in it but I was like huh like I'm totally gonna come up with like an alter ego now as well so yeah that's so cool yeah um anyway getting back to the morning routine we've gone on a lot of tangents Kenzie I know sorry guys so after I do my journaling and I'm done my coffee, then I go out for my morning walk. And that's like an absolute non-negotiable. I feel like it's like my sanity. <laughs> I always 
listen to an audiobook or a podcast while I walk. I feel like our brains are really primed to take in information at that time of day. And also, like from like a scientific perspective, it's really good for your circadian rhythm to get outside first thing when you wake up because the light frequencies from the sun, it like wakes you up. And also it like then leads to like better sleep at night. So if I'm not going to the gym, then I just like go for like a really long walk in my neighborhood and then come back. Otherwise, if I am going to the gym, then I'll walk myself to the gym, go for my workout. And, you know, that's there's that. Or if I'm yeah, if I'm like just going for a long walk, then I do my long walk, come back home and then get ready for for the rest of my day, basically. But most days I am going to the gym. So then I go to the gym. I always I love to get movement in, come back home. And then basically get ready for the day. I feel like lately I haven't been meditating as much, which used to be like a big part of my routine, which I need to get back into. But yeah, that's basically my morning routine. I love it. So if someone is listening to this podcast and they're like, wow, that's really inspiring. I don't know where to start to create my own routine. What advice would you give them? It's building. So it's not like one day I was like, I'm going to do all of these things. It was literally like habit stacking. So Find one thing. For me, that one thing was the five minute journal. Back in the day, I didn't know how to journal. I didn't know even how to get started. But the journaling was the gateway to everything else because when I implemented that one habit that would make me feel good in the morning, I feel like I was like addicted to that feeling that like, oh oh my God, like I can feel like this every day when I wake up. This is incredible. And I think just finding just one thing, it can be a walk, it can be journaling. It can be a meditation practice. It can be movement, like just pick one. And then once that's a part of your routine, you'll see you'll feel like so good that you want to add to it. So I think like it's about finding what lights you up and it may not be the same as what lights me up. Like I have friends who wake up in the morning and they'll like read their like paper book, you know, it's like self-development, whatever it is. But like just one thing that'll like set you up for success that like you feel like the best version of you would have in their day. I think it's really that's really really helpful advice and for me I totally agree like it's that feeling that I get that makes and that feeling is what like makes me want to continue to do it which then ends up making it a habit yeah and something that I like really live by is discipline over motivation so I don't mean that in the way that's like oh I'm gonna just like we're literally the same like oh if I I'm only gonna do things if I feel like it like newsflash I I honestly feel like going out and partying a lot then I don't do that all the time yeah. you know or like, I mean I, I feel do, like not. Instagram and co- like you know what I mean yeah. like you, just, you feel like you can't just be a slave to what you feel yeah. like doing your all emotions the time. cannot lead you if my emotions and my emotions have led my life by the way before and that's why I know you can't do it okay guys it's not <laughs> good for you but ultimately I think at the beginning it is helpful when you feel so good and you notice the benefits so as you're adding one thing, then you want to add in another and then you want to add in another. So instead of thinking of it like I need to go from having no morning routine and waking up five minutes before my Zoom call to I need to wake up at 430 in the morning and do, you know, the miracle morning routine and all that. Yeah, stuff. you no. don't need to do that. You need to maybe say I'm going to wake up at this hour every day and then do that for a week and then be like, I want to add in journaling or whatever it is for you. Another thing that has really helped me with routines is and just anxiety in general, which I am a very routine person because it helps my anxiety, but I also just love routines, is I implement things that recharge me into my routines like every single day. So I'm constantly doing things that like refuel me, recharge me. I'm actually an introvert, which I know is shocking because I'm like very loud and I love my friends. 
but I need to be home alone. I need like my night routine. I need to be reading and I need to be doing these things. So I'm like being proactive instead of getting to the point where I'm burning out. But I think that looking at it as you're just going to add one thing at a time is like way less intimidating. Also, I want to make a note for people who feel like really like let down if their morning routine isn't perfect or like whatever routine they've put together isn't perfect every time. Listen, like we're human. Things come up. Okay. It's not that I get this 365 days of the year, but again, like I hold on to one thing. Okay. And it's like whatever I need. So like at one period of my life, maybe it's journaling. And I just like, no matter how busy it is, that journaling keeps me safe. Or maybe it's a walk. So like whatever it is for you, even if you can't get to all of the things, everyone has 10 minutes. Okay. So even on the week, that's like fucking crazy busy and you have a million things going on, just hold on to one thing and it'll make you feel good. And I don't think routines are about like beating yourself up about the fact that it doesn't look like a that girl routine on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like find things that are realistic for you. If you can't hit your whole routine one morning, that's okay. Just hold on to like one or two things. Like if you have to find the right things for you. Totally. Just because we're both here talking about our routines doesn't mean that like our routines are going to be what works for you. And ultimately it's the same thing as like starting a YouTube channel when you're talking about it. Like you have to really love it to keep going with it. And I think the same thing with your morning routine, like you have to find things that you love. Same thing with working out. You can do a workout that you absolutely hate and then you're not going to stick with it. It doesn't matter how disciplined you are. But like you find like for me, I love hot Pilates. So I will stick with it because I love doing it and I've been doing it for like four years now. So things like I'm like things like that. It sounds like uncut gems, but you just have to find the things that work for you, which obviously it sounds like a cliche, but especially in routines, don't put the pressure on yourself to be the girl like the that girl on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Could not agree more. I just think like find the things that you love. I recently got these pink heels and these shoes are so cool. I feel like a Barbie doll when I wear them and I got them from Nine West. So Nine West arrived on the streets of Manhattan in 1978. They were the first to take shoe designs from the fashion runways to the masses, setting a new fashion standard for women's shoes and creating a demand for accessible style. Nine West is a brand that empowers women to take on the world in style. They are one of the world's most recognized brands. Nine West defines timeless feminine style, translating key trends into wearable and attainable collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories. They are so comfortable. Nine West makes shopping trends easier with their Need It Now edit, also known as the Nine Edit, that highlights key trends such as high-impact platforms, lace-up styles, and Y2K. For the perfect going out shoe, shop their F collection. The F stands for fierce and feminine heels with a 3.8 inch stiletto. They have your favorite styles at a very affordable price point. Nine West is just also an incredible brand that is empowering women and I love them. So if you guys want, you can get 15% off when you order online at ninewest.com with code I love you. Again, that is code I love you for 15% off your order at ninewest.com. I am here for the bridesmaids today, okay? What y'all do is not and should not be going unnoticed. It is a very hard job. There is a lot of money. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of energy you have to put into this role, okay? And I'm going to tell y'all a little something about Golden. Send this podcast episode with this right timestamp maybe to your bride, to your friends, whoever is in charge, just so they can hear this, okay? 
little backstory on Golden. So Golden is actually my go-to jewelry. They believe in empowerment through craft by providing local craft workers in the Pacific Northwest with jobs working within a process that reduces waste, recycles scraps, and increases material sustainability. They also donate 10% of all profits and more through special collections to organizations that support their core causes of education, liberation, and community building. It's also female-founded and run with a workforce consisting of 80% women. Currently, they have their 2022 bridal collection. It is absolutely beautiful. So they have pieces for every moment of your big day and all the days after. They have some for the bride to have and to hold. They have some for the bridal party to share the love. And they also have commemorative jewelry for keeping the memories bright. But back to the bridal party that should not be going unnoticed, okay? And if you ask Golden, bridesmaids are worth their weight in gold. In the bridal collection, they have thoughtful, personal bridesmaid gifts to show them you really couldn't do this without them. They will feel very appreciated on the big day and beyond from classic pearls to personalized bands. You can design a cohesive head-to-toe look that is a reflection of your style and symbolic of your journey together. And the best part is that you guys can use code ILYSM at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Wedding stuff gets so expensive. So you guys are going to want to go to visit golden.com, G-L-D-N.com to find the perfect piece and make it yours. Again, that is code ILYSM at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Okay, so getting into like manifesting internally more so. Can you expand on like your manifesting practices? So I used to think it was like, I was like, this is bullshit. Like this Mm -hmm. does not work. Like, and I remember I was 24 and my mom gave me the secret. And I was like, you are a crazy woman. Like, don't know what you're talking about. And I read that book when I was on the plane. Like I'd started reading it and I like, I finished it while I was on the plane coming back from Europe and I was flying into Toronto. And I tend to get anxious about like very like small things. Right. And I like remember this is like so specific. But I back then you had, you know, those like trolleys for the airport with Mm -hmm. like luggage. Right. So I like I don't know what it's like in LAX, but like in Toronto, you back then you had to pay for that. okay? And I was like, I have so much luggage and I don't have any coins. Like, how am I going to pay for this? And like I was just like losing my mind. okay? So, so small, so stupid. But I was like really just like tripped up and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm changing, like reframing how I'm thinking. It's going to be fine. I'm going to get there and it's just going to somehow it's just going to work out. And I got there and they got rid of the coin thing. So it was free cards. And that was like my first kind of taste. I was like, wait, what? Like, this is just like the randomest thing that like I was so like scared or like anxious and then I was like I'm gonna change it and it's gonna be fine and then it was actually fine right so that was my first foray into it this was like six years ago and now it's like I really really believe in it so in terms of like how I manifest I think it really is like your mindset and like what you think you're capable of but in terms of like specific techniques that I use journaling is like my biggest tool when it comes to manifestation now I'm very specific about like certain practices that I do so one of the things that I do is like future you journaling, mm-hmm. which I find so helpful. So is this the journaling where you're just basically like this is the life that like imagining yourself as your future you, but like in real time? almost. Exactly. Okay. So like I and it depends on the kind of manifester you are. So like 
I don't know if you're, are you into human design at all? Listen, this is, I have texted my mother like so many times this week birth and time? weeks ago for my birth time yeah. because I'm like, I, I've taken it before and I forgot what I was and I can't find it on my email. So anyways, I've been trying, but have you interviewed Jenna Zoe? No, you need to. She's like the human design girl. She's uh, like incredible. Anyway, okay, cool. so human design tells you whether you're a specific or a non-specific manifester and specific manifestors are people who like need to know every detail and are like specific about those details. Whereas non-specific are people who like care about the feeling of their manifestations. For me, I'm a specific manifester, so I'm like a bitch for details. So when it comes to future you journaling, I will write things like if I'm manifesting a house, for example, like I have woken up. I'm I went to get my morning coffee in my beautiful kitchen and it has so much light and this on this street and then I get up and I sit outside you know like I get mm-hmm. really really specific about the details or it can be anything, right? Like if I'm trying to like hit a milestone for array, then I'm out there being like, "Oh my god, like I can't believe it." Like writing as though it's already happened, like that milestone I want to reach and like talking about it with this the kind of enthusiasm that I imagine I'll feel when I hit that milestone, you know? So I think like that's really big. And sometimes I'll use meditation for it as well. It can be very powerful. It's just I've been off my meditation practice for the last few weeks or like maybe a few months now. But again, like I'll go to that place in my mind's eye where like I can imagine exactly what that feeling Mm -hmm. is and just like sit with that feeling, that like joy. You know, so that's kind of what I do for a manifestation. I think journaling is just like a very powerful tool for me personally, because I think like I'm just like a writer at heart and I feel like it like helps me calibrate my thoughts. So that's what I do. But there's a lot of ways to go about doing it. That's just what works for me. The more specific I am and like, yeah, like I think the more specific I am, the better it is. And also, I think that sometimes when it comes to things that we want, we're like almost afraid of wanting it like you're like, oh, like, how can I even think like that? So I think like writing it down, it's like, no, it's actually happening. Yes. It's happening. (laughs) So how often are you doing this? A few times a week. Okay. It brings me a lot of joy as well. Like who the hell doesn't want to fantasize about their dream life? You know, like it it just, it really makes me, it lights me up. Every time I do like a future you journaling practice, it makes me so happy. And sometimes, you know, we're working towards something in the business, for example, and it just feels like, oh my God, like I'm working my ass off. Like, when is it going to happen? And I sit down and I, I I, think like that or I write like that. And it makes me feel like I've already arrived at those goals. And it just brings me a lot of like peace and kind of like knowing that, no, I'm on my way and it's definitely happening, you know? And when you come out of it, it's also your mindset. It's like you, you like Absolutely. have this like switch that happens. Like forget the future. It's like you leave that and you're like in a better mood. You feel so confident. Like, it like in real time there's like something to be said about that shift that happens as well absolutely are you writing the exact same things every time you're doing the future you practice or are you kind of changing it up depends no like it's not like a script or anything like that it's like sometimes like let's talk house example again like sometimes I'll add in more details or like if like one day I've just like described my like morning then like another day I'll describe like my afternoon or like I'll like add in different things it's like whatever makes me feel good and whatever I feel like I need to think about is like what I really focus on I need to do that it's so helpful Kenzie like it's it's crazy so if you and I've done a few I've done it a few times and not been consistent Uh so when you talk about doing it when you're manifesting Mm -hmm. I mean sorry when you're meditating Mm -hmm. 
are you listening to like a guided practice no. or what are you doing? I used to listen to a guided practice like when I initially started my practice, but I'm like many years in now. I now listen to this playlist. It's on Spotify. If you search Dr. Joe Dispenza, it's like just like a so many people that his name has been brought up like seven times. Have you read his books? No, and I need. They're also out of my Goodreads. Unbelievable. I mean, that I haven't read. You you interviewed Jordan, right? Yeah, and that was also yeah. Jordan is the one who introduced me to Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I credit her. Like she's like his books changed my life. I think it like changed my relationship with meditation altogether. Went from like something that I had to do to something that I really, really like enjoy and crave. But that it's like a playlist on Spotify. And it's essentially just like, I I can't call it music. It's almost like sound frequencies. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like it puts you in a really like good state. Sometimes like I meditate at night as well sometimes. And it like helps me go to sleep. Like the sound waves are just like so relaxing. And I feel like when you do that at night, I actually really enjoy meditating at night as well because you're thinking like good things and then you just like drift off into sleep and then you just have like good dreams and you wake up the next morning and you feel really good about yourself. I don't know. I think it does something to your subconscious. I feel like I would be better at meditating at night, actually. I used to be like a morning meditator, But then I started meditating at night and I actually really, really like it because I think it just relaxes me. It like completely calms my nervous system and gets me like primed to sleep. What is your night routine? So I'm not as specific about my nighttime routine as my morning routine. But essentially like, you know, after dinner, I go like do my whole skincare routine, which is like the beginning of the nighttime routine. And then I get into bed. I usually read a book fiction and I I just think that it helps me like tune out of what's going on right now mm. I'm rereading Harry Potter if anyone's interested love that it I've, I've done it like I think every year it's a comfort read and a comfort listen serious or watch I, I mean yeah it, I don't know it feels like home yeah like, I can't even explain it like I got introduced to Harry Potter when I was like I don't know in like third grade And it's so comforting to me. And so like if I need to tune out and like just like go into another world, that's what I'll reread. So I'm currently rereading Harry Potter. I'll read for like 45 minutes or so, depending. I don't look at my phone at night. It gives me a lot of anxiety. So it's on do not disturb and I don't look at it when I'm reading. And then optimally, normally that this is what I do is I will meditate before sleeping that's kind of what I was doing for a few months how long do you meditate for 10 minutes oh, that doesn't have to be like super long sometimes it's 15 I think when I was at my peak I was meditating for about 20 minutes before bed but honestly I get so relaxed that like 10 minutes later I'm like actually like tired and ready for sleep and when I was regular about my meditation practice before sleeping I felt like I had the best sleep of my life like the best sleep Oh, and two things also that I do before bed is I'll have like, like I, I like a tea, like just like mm-hmm. rooibos tea I love. Or sometimes I'll do a magnesium as well. And we just launched our sleep capsules at Array. And I'm so excited. I, I've not been able to talk about it, obviously, for yeah. like, you know, the last year that we've been like, you know, getting it to like the perfect place. But I have been taking this thing almost every night for the last like, eight months and not being able to talk about it. And now it's like everyone needs it because it doesn't have melatonin. So it's like GABA and like a few, like four other herbs essentially. But I take that almost every night before sleep as well. Because melatonin is like really messes with your sleep 
like circuit whatever yeah right? so the thing is it's an exogenous hormone so and it's like one of the only hormones that you can get up over the counter like think about that for a second you oh. can't just go and buy like whatever hormone you want over the counter our body naturally produces melatonin and what you really want to do is support melatonin production with anything that you are taking if you're taking anything melatonin I don't like it because for me personally I would take it and like if I ever did take it I never did it unless I was like switching time zones I would wake up really groggy I wake up like a few weeks ago or a few months ago I was taking it randomly because I was having problems going to bed and I could not wake up in the yeah. morning. And that is the worst feeling. I it's, couldn't do it. It's so rough. It was like equivalent to me as like taking NyQuil. You yeah. know, when you're like, you have a cold and you take the NyQuil because you're trying to sleep. Yep. And you wake up, you're like a zombie. That's how I felt when I would take melatonin. So I just, I really wanted to create something that people could take that was melatonin free and you'd like actually be up in the morning. I love it because I'm up before my alarm every single time, wow. like really energetic. So yeah, it really helps me have like a really deep sleep because I found that with my sleep, I never had issues going to bed, by the way. Like I'm someone I can just like after I do my morning, sorry, evening routine, I can fall asleep really easily, but my sleep quality wasn't perfect, especially during like stressful periods. So this really helped with that. So I do. Those. That is amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you to try it. Yeah. No, I cannot wait. Last thing I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. You are a fiction reader as well. Yes. What are some of your favorite books? Have you read The Night Circus? No, but I've heard of that. Who's that by? Oh God, I forget. It is truly one of my favorite fiction books of all time. I don't, the author has specifically said that she's not doing a movie, I think, because she's been asked so many times or she's really? like she's been like, if I do it, I'll let you guys know, because I think she probably gets like Twitter messages about it on the daily. The it is. I would put it in the same bucket as Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and I would wow. never do that for any other book. That is crazy. Okay, yeah. So the night I'm looking up who it's by. Oh, I have no service, so it's not allowing me to. Never mind, guys. Okay, well, I need to add that. I've added so many books, too. The Night Circus is really good. And then, what is it? It's something of the... I think it's also a cir circus of mysterious things, I think it's called. You have, like, a circus. It's here. weird. Yeah. And then I also love historical fiction. I loved All the Light You Cannot See. It's a really beautiful book. Who's that by? I don't know. I never know authors. I recently, okay, so I recently realized that I think I, too, like historical fiction. But I think I like historical fiction, like U.S. history, uh -huh. because I know more. And like I hated, I, I was so bad at world history, mm -hmm. like in school. So there's something about it. And I loved my U.S. history teacher. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the difference of the teachers. I read a book recently, I'm forgetting the name, but it was like loosely based off the Kennedys. Mm. And I was what so was it called? It. Let me look it up because I can look it up. I, you know, I'm a bookstagrammer these days. I just have no service, so it's not looking at me. Okay, you have to it. send it to me But it's afterwards. by Emily Giffen. It's on KE Book Club on Instagram. But I loved it. And I was like, wait, I think I actually would really like historical fiction, but more of like time periods that I didn't suck at in school because I'm like, I'm so bad in certain things that it like makes me, it like stresses me out. I love historical fiction like I cannot tell you like I was I've always been like a history junkie and like I'm that like loser who'll do like walking tours anytime I'm in Europe I'm like this with certain things of history yeah I'm yeah. obsessed and like I feel like historical fiction it like gives you an idea of what was going on at the time which is you have to learn so much yeah and like that's what I'm interested in right like for example, like I think it's really interesting to read World War II historical fiction, which is what All the Light You Cannot See is about. And it's very interesting because 
it gives you an idea of like, I don't know, it makes you a more empathetic person because it's one thing to like read the atrocities that happen. But the other thing is like, okay, you are actually in that character's shoes. It it like humanizes it more. Yeah. And like sometimes also like what I find really interesting is like when historical fiction authors like put you in like the bad guy's shoes as the protagonist. Like I've read some of those as well. And I'm like, oh my God, like I understand not that I understand it, but it's like all these bad things have happened throughout history, but it's it's not because the bad guy thinks they're a bad guy. Yeah. You know, it's yes. like they think that there is like value in their they cause. They think that they're doing the right thing. Even exactly. Though it's so obviously isn't the right. But yeah. yes. And like you get an idea of like what was going on. Like, what you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just think it's really fascinating. So I'm a big fan of historical fiction books. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought about it. Actually, I guess I have read a few historical fiction books when you think about American Girl Doll. Yeah. And all my American Girl Doll, I was Kit. Like, I had Kit when I was little. And I read all these books. But what's so interesting about that is that she was in the 30s. Mm -hmm. And I always tested the best throughout college. I'm not kidding. When I read these books when I was, like, what, six? I always tested the best on just the decade of the 30s. That's, because of that. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it, it isn't because you just get a much better idea of the times. Yes. And I wish when I was growing up, I would have read more historical fiction around the time periods when I was learning them in school mm, because I think it would have helped that's me. That's a good hack. And I was actually really good at school. Like, I I test pretty well. But there were just certain parts of history, maybe mainly world history that I wasn't like the best at. But yeah, I need to do that. That's very fascinating. I'm going to be getting your book racks because I'm dabbling in this world and I'm feeling a little bit like a scholar. I'll I'll send you uh, like all the ones that I love. But okay, like perfect. these these are three I think that like I just like off the top of my head, I've read like over and over again as well. And I just love them. Wow. OK, amazing. Yeah. Well, we have had two great, incredible episodes today. So much fun. We've really killed it. We you know? really have with We've our coffee it. and everything. Yes. Oh, my gosh. OK, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you let the listeners know where to find you and your show? Of course. So you can find me on Instagram at Sif Hyder. You can find my podcast, the Dream Bigger podcast, and you can find my company Array at Array.co on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love you guys so much. Um, If you liked it, please leave a five-star rating and review. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the podcast. I mean, like literally everywhere you can find us. Um, But I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week. 